Welcome to another episode of Subbo Tours. We like movies. We're your hosts. I'm Misha. I'm Mayi. And I'm Andrew. And we are here to talk about a movie which has hit us like a bolt from the blue. Hit your smell! What the sh? La la! Wait, no. Just wait for it. I just. I know. Sorry, Misha. Did you. Did I offend you? Uh, did I offend you doing that? It doesn't matter! <laughs> I knew it! Because we I are talking it. about Black Adam tonight! Oh my god, wrestling nerd. I just had to. I love The Rock. I love The Rock. I know. I also love The Rock. Yeah, but you know, like I had to beat someone to it. <laughs> la 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 la. I was not uh. expecting that. I also was not expecting that. Good for you, Anjo. You yeah, I got to do it. Yeah, Thank you yeah, guys. I love you. You, you get a slice of pie. You. Anyways. Woo. Yes, we are talking about Black Adam, the latest entry in the DCEU, which for those of you who may not know, it's the DC Extended Universe, covering a whole bunch of films across universes. This one, of course, is set in the somewhat main universe where Justice League took place, where Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84 and <laughs> Aquaman took Suicide place. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. No, 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 no. The Suicide Squad and, and Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, roll credits. Okay, thank you so much to our friends over at Warner Brothers for the invite to the advanced premiere of Black Adam. What did you guys think coming out of the theater? That's do not I a let my go first or do I go first? What does your heart tell you? Okay, can I go first then? Okay, go. Okay. That's what the heart said. Yeah, but um, you know, I love The Rock and it's really hard tear down the rock. Rocks are hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. But anyway, it's so hard to tear down Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, you can I love bench press like four of them. And I'm pretty sure Mai <laughs> loves the rock, judging I by the way she was reacting while watching him in Black Adam. I he can know. bench press six of them. Yeah, but you know, but but this movie just did not... Did you know, just say just, like, Angel's heavier than... Well, that is true. Like you just calculated how, how much heavier Angel is than me. No, it's a little bit, yeah. Okay, anyway. Some quick math for you. (laughs) (laughs) It was more well thought of than this movie. There. Oh, Oh, wow. I am so sorry. You guys know, and for those who've listened to our past episodes, that I've been constantly defending the DC movies that have come out, except 84. This Uh is another case of Wonder Woman 84 for me, in only a bit worse. Oh my! Ooh, that is uh, that. That's just that's, me. That's that me for my bold statement, that, sir. That is heavy, man. Bold I know. Statements. I know. I'm. A, I love DC. I love the. D- I grew up with the. I, lo- I grew up with the superheroes. I. I've, I've loved Black Adam as a character in the books. I've also loved some of the characters in this movie, like Hawkman. No, not not Hawkman. But I love Doctor Fate, and <laughs> that was one of the more disappointing parts of this movie. But I will get to what my thought after watching this movie first. Okay. What do you think, my? Bote na lang ang pogi ni The Rock. Bote na lang ang pogi ni Pierce Brosnan. Bote na lang... Silver uh, new, 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 oh, I know, right? But then, he didn't really do much. But then, <laughs> but he still looked good. It's like you still see the, you still see the James Bond charm there. But, yeah. you know, he was just Never obviously... Lost it. Yeah, but he was just obviously there for the paycheck. And bote na lang din... I actually found a new discovery. It's like, oh, Aldis, Aldis Hodge looks pretty hot too. So it's like, oh, okay, new crush. But then, Did yeah. you see how tight his pants were? Yes. <laughs> okay, just check. Just check. Now, and I'm, uh, now sorry, I'm, gonna I'm, not, I'm not gonna include... I'm not gonna just for that. Wow, okay. Good, good for you. Um, I'm not gonna say Noah Centineo because I never really understood the hype around him. Yeah, I'm sorry. what happened yeah, to like, that guy? Uh, Didn't I don't people know. used to think he was hot? 
I never did. So mm. he's not included in the thirst. Some but, people still do. Yeah, some people still do. And yeah, ako lang, this movie? Ako yeah. lang personally no in general. So, yun lang. Yeah, it's good thing they're up. It's good looking and god damn, he did not pad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he was holy scary. shit, there I'll is give no him padding. That. I'll give him that, man. He's it's huge. Like, it's like, like you know how I defend Zachary Levi? He did need the padding to you know, pull off Shazam. And I still defend that his costume made it look worse. Like his costume was just so flatly red that it made him look extra poofy. But yeah, I, I still love poofy. Zachary Levi. But Dway- oh my God, Dwayne Johnson. It's like, holy shit, that's all muscle. Anyway. Have you seen the training videos he was posting prior to filming? Fucking no. intense. Do I want to? And if you know I what do. this training regimen is, The Rock is awake at 4 in the morning yep. to start things off with cardio and then he heads to the gym at 6. Mm. Guy's insane. That's crazy work, I think. Was it him who was late for something and he couldn't open, like his automatic gate wouldn't open yes. and he just like yes. tore it yes. down? Yeah, yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to mention Tore it. Like, oh my God. Fuck. Damn, how can you not love The Rock for doing all these things? Right? No, it's like I loved him so much as a person. Like even back then in his WWF days. F pa. Back then. But then it's, uh, it, it hurt to see him in this movie. It hurt to see him not act at all. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't… I don't blame him. It's not his um, fault, I think, it, because I don't think it's him. Yeah, because across the across the board, it's just really bad. Like I really, I really wanted to like it, especially since um, Black Adam is closely tied same. with the Shazam universe, and you know how same, much I love same. Shazam and Zachary Levi. So like, I wanted to like it so bad. But yes, I do agree with Anjo. It is worse than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and that I can't sad. believe I'm saying it. We'll I'm probably so sorry. break it down before we give the reason why later. There are so <laughs> many reasons though. Yeah, I wanted to like it too. I'm not gonna lie. I, I really wanted to like it. And especially the way that it's that the rock has been hyping it like crazy, because this was a real passion project for him. I mean, he was announced in the role something like eight years ago. And it took this long to get the movie made because he wanted the script to be right. He wanted the story to be right. Uh, he wanted to have certain characters show up in it. Uh, and he refused to back down to the point that, you know, he outlasted the outgoing Warner Brothers studio chief. And yeah, he really wanted to deliver for the fans. In fact, he's been pushing Black Adam as like a kind of soft reboot for the DCEU. Well... You know, uh, I'm happy for him that he got his passion project, but then I think there's, a, yeah. I think they chose the wrong director for this. And also, I, I do believe that this is like one of those remnants of the Walter Hamada era of DC movies and Warner Brothers, which, you know. Look, don't get me wrong. I mean, no, yeah, he, I, I agree with you. It is the absolute wrong director. It was, a, I don't know how to say his name, so I'm just gonna like, Haume? Jaume? Call it Sarah. He's, he's, his filmography is astounding in how unremarkable it is. He directed the House of Wax remake. He directed Orphan. Uh, like three shitty Liam Neeson middle aged action movies. Oh, the Paycheck movies. And <laughs> Jungle Cruise. Which well, also to be fair, he did rock. direct The Orphan, which was a decent horror flick. Yeah, but I think he also did the second one, which was not. There's a second. The There's a second one, and you know what's worse? It's a prequel, which is fine, except they got the same girl, like you know, who's, who's a decade later to be her younger <laughs> self. <laughs> That's and no. here's the best part: that they weren't gonna use CGI to de-age her. They used lighting, angles, and crazy-ass platform shoes for the whole cast to make her look like a child. I don't know why. Interesting choice. Okay, yeah. cool. Right. So anyways, going back. So I don't think the director was the right choice with material. I actually liked his film, The Shallows, which is a survival thriller. That yes, was kind of I cool, like to be fair. Too. But that was good oh, also. his last movie, I was just so incredibly underwhelmed by. Um, it was Jungle Cruise with Emily Blunt and The Rock. And you know how Yay. bad you have to be at your job to make the two of them like boring and uncharismatic? He found a way. He I, absolutely found a way. To be fair, though, I think their star power in that movie... 
Yeah, made I it. Didn't. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Interestingly enough, there's the star power of Emily Blunt in The Rock in that movie worked. The star power of The Rock, Pierce Brosnan, and you know, for the Gen Zs out there, Noah Centineo, I guess, you know, did not work at all for this movie. Like, I was really banking heavily on The Rock's star power to just keep things going. But no, just because of how the direction went, like how he was acting or portraying this character of Black Adam. I think the big problem is that The Rock has always been bigger than life. So even when the movies were shitty, his personality, his charm would shine through. But in Mm -hmm. this one, he's specifically playing a stoic character. Some dude who doesn't smile. He's essentially playing a rock. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say he's basically playing a prehistoric Terminator. He's making friends with a young boy who's teaching him catchphrases. You know, he's telling him maybe you shouldn't kill people. Except they found the mo- they found the most annoying boy in the world to okay. be that boy. Yeah. Okay. Before Skateboard we get to that, boy. let's get to what it's all about. All right. Fine. So basically, the movie starts like twenty five hundred years ago, and a young slave starts fighting for freedom, for his rights to save his people. And one day, when that young boy gets supernatural powers from a certain familiar wizard and his friends, um, the country of Kandak will never be the same, and neither will the fate of Teth Adam, who is played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And um, uh, twenty five hundred years later. Teth Adam wakes up in present-day Kandak and discovers that the country is now overrun by criminals and oppressors, and basically nothing has changed. It's just gotten worse. So now he has to fight for freedom again from the oppressors. And it's that that that's an amazing hook. They could have made such a good story with that. Yes, you know it had you so know, much potential. Yeah. I mean, you know what? The hook was amazing, but they had to mm-hmm. tell us everything. They didn't show anything. It was like I know, look, and, and okay, then at some point great. the Justice Society of America comes over and you know tries to tell him to stand down because you're like a weapon of mass destruction and all that. So, you know, you have these silly Americans coming over to try to tell this Middle Eastern dude how to do things in his own country. It's totally subtle, sure. Um <laughs> See, there was a lot of stuff that had going for it. Yeah. Even if they didn't have the Justice Society, I think it could have worked, honestly. Yes, I do agree. Yes. I would and love I, a story of this former I, slave. I would I, prefer I think, that. I, yeah, exactly. That, um, Maya and I were talking about it. And I think that, you know, this movie, what this movie lacked completely was focus. Like there was just so many things they wanted. So many things that were happening. Mm-hmm. So many things that they wanted to do. But then, you know, it just... If you're not a biased watcher, admittedly, I am biased, but then I had to like set aside my biases about the DC universe because I would defend the DC universe with everything that I am. This was just horrible. There was just so many things that, you know, like there were so many plot lines they could have developed and focused on, but then initially Mm -hmm. just dropped. Right. Yeah. So they had, um, they had the reawakening of, uh, of Black Adam or Death Adam, they had mm-hmm. the whole uh, um, Kandak being a war zone slash always being colonized and oppressed and everything. Yep. We have that angle, and then we have the Justice Society angle where they're like, "Oh no, you're the you're a gray area kind of person. You know, you you're, you don't mind killing when you shouldn't kill. You know, which is mm-hmm. a, like I I do appreciate the statement against extrajudicial killings, which kind of hit home a little bit." Um, and there was also the the crown, the the devil crown. What do you call it? I f- even forgot that because I didn't give a shit. <laughs> that like Eternit, a crown made of eternium. Or yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That uh, like it, their the version of <clears throat> it's the crown of Sabak. There you go. It's their version of the One Ring, basically. Yes. So there's that too. So there were so many things going on. So it's like mm-hmm. they. They focused on it was so incredibly plot driven that you absolutely yeah. did not individually care about the characters. It was just them trying to get from point A to point B and because of Agreed. because of this yes. point we'll get to that point. But yes. then you don't really care about them along the way because like you don't know who they are. Exactly. You don't, yeah. you don't I mean like we don't need a big backstory or anything, but then it's I just would, so bad at telling no, you who agree. these people are. I would love to have known 
who the hell this version of Hawkman is and why he has like a supervillain lair under his ginormous mansion. And I would have loved to know who, you know, knock off Dr. Strange was. Hey, hey. I would have loved to know. No, no. Dr. Fate is an amazing fucking character. Dude, Dr. Fate will rule Dr. Strange any day. Comic Dr. Strange. Again, I love Dr. Fate. He's an amazing character. But movie Dr. Fate is just trying so hard out Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, that it just well, didn't work for me. It was distracting. Wait, wait. It's funny that you mentioned he was trying so hard. Because in my opinion, he was barely trying at all. He was just there. He was just, was just there for the patient. Yeah, like, he was just like holding his helmet, like being all pensive and stuff. Oh my like, god, I have a it, new vision. You know, it was annoying. It was like he took his fucking helmet off even more times than Iron Man and Spider Man combined. Because he just you you cannot waste Pierce Brosnan's face. You have to show it. You cannot. And his hair is always going to be perfect when that helmet comes off. <laughs> you do not waste that guy's face. You don't. No. I mean, that's all he had going for him, to be honest. So it's like because everybody he... who com- yeah, like people complain about Tom Holland always taking off his mask or Tony Stark always taking off his helmet in the middle of a fight. It was worse with Doctor Fate. Yeah, I agree. But like, um, for Doctor Fate, it's like he was just there to be good looking. I mean, despite what they say. His character is like him being wise and, you know, being able to see the future. And, you know, I didn't really get that from Pierce Brosnan at all. That that was the weird thing because it was clearly stated by Cyclone, um, Quintessa Sindel. Yeah, um, off-brand Storm. Off-brand Storm. It was clearly mentioned when they were talking about him that he was, you know. Kirkland brand Storm. Kirkland Storm. Bonus storm. <laughs> Best localized storm. market. Okay. Best oh buy God. storm. Best buy. But anyway, he, she did <laughs> mention like store storm. She did mention that she was she he was more insane with the helmet on when he was talking about. But you know, he was just completely bland. He seemed very Yeah, insane. he was so bland. Because okay, like to okay, just to just to tell my in those unfamiliar with the character, Dr. Mm-hmm. Fate is supposedly possessed by the helmet of Naboo, which we saw in the movie. And it affects him mentally. He's like always mm-hmm. insane. He's in and out of consciousness. He's in and out of time. We didn't see that. Like as a long-time DC fan, we did, especially me, because I love Dr. Fate. We did not see that at he, all. Mm-hmm. He was just there and just saying generic cryptic crap, having visions every other second. And... Like towards the end of the movie, all of a sudden he tells Hawkman, like, you know, you're my closest, oldest friend. I'm like, oh, he is? <laughs> you're right. When did that happen? Here's the thing. What Wonder Woman 84 had going for it, despite all the plot holes and how bad it generally was, it had the chemistry of Gal Gadot and um, Chris Pine. Hinging mm-hmm. on the entire uh, the movie hinges on that chemistry. Mm-hmm, Dito mm-hmm. sobrang wala. None of them had chemistry. It's like none of these people are friends. It's like no. I can imagine the set. They don't talk to each other. They don't like <laughs> laugh with but each other. But no, 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 no. no. But, but yeah, the movie was think, trying right? to sh- the movie was trying to shove it down our throats that they were friends. Exactly. Like even. You have so much potential for for the character of even just Adam connecting mm-hmm. with this kid because he also had he also had a son. You know, mm-hmm. there's that wasted potential. And I don't mm-hmm. like even if I'm not a really big comic book fan, I don't know these characters from the Justice Society unless I actually see them on movies. But mm-hmm. then I don't really need to know. I don't need that prior knowledge for me to connect with them. Because that's You shouldn't. You absolutely yeah. shouldn't. I agree. Here parang um, I did find Quintessa Sindel a little bit charming, but then there was a complete lack of screen time for her. She had potential. She would just disappear. Also, the brother of um, the mom. I yes. forgot his name. The one who would wait in the car and blast baby come back. I love him. He's my favorite character. I love him too. But He's the only one I liked. I, I kind of thought his comedy was a little bit... His timing was just wrong. You get what they were going for. He's basically literally... Actually, no. He's literally a Middle Eastern Nick Frost. And... It's bizarre. <laughs> it's bi- hey, tell me but, I'm wrong. But, no, He's a Middle you know Eastern Nick Frost. <laughs> but you know what? I was trying Here's to process thing. that because I laughed delay. Here's the thing, though. He was 
extremely funny to me just because everybody else was so bland. <laughs> yeah. Like, if yeah, you put him in a room with regular um, com- comedians or even just like regular actors with good comedic timing, he's mm-hmm. probably not going to stand out. But in this movie, with all this white bread, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. He stands out, it. definitely. And even when they even tried to make Noah Centineo funny. He's not funny, okay? He's Stop really not trying. funny. He was I so don't... not funny. I was so annoyed. Wait, I have I a stupid don't... question. People have been trying to tell me that that guy is hot for years. But I don't know if it was a cut of his costume or maybe he didn't get the same gym time as The Rock. But he just does not have a neck. Is that part of his charm? <laughs> the no neck thing and the not know. no funnies? No, I don't care what he looks like. If people thirst over him, it's fine. I won't yuck your yum there if that's your type. But then just what really got me was what was them trying to make him like the goofball. Like, oh, okay. Oops, you know oop doop I'm, I'm clumsy. I'm quirky. I'm eating all the time. But you don't understand why. <laughs> and you don't care. I kind of hated the fact that he was trying to be the off-brand Spider-Man in terms of behavior. Yeah. yeah. That's what I hate it. Superpowered kid. And- okay. Because yeah. fucking Atom Smasher, dude. This guy This guy is a fucking badass. And I don't know books. why they had to waste our time with like having him on the phone with the previous Atom Smasher just to show that, oh, it's a family member and I got the same powers. But like, yeah, but we never saw that other dude in any movie. So why should we care? You could have just been you. No, but yeah, I was it was in my head. I was saying like this movie would have done so much better without the JSA in it. I think so too, because the story of a slave who has to liberate his people and then do it again after twenty five hundred years of sleep imprisonment, that would have been a very compelling story. I have and, another very important question to ask. Yes. You might have answers because I do not have answers. Okay, hit me. Five thousand years entombed in this magical prison. Why does he have an American accent? <laughs> Why? Okay, you do that and I'll raise you. Why does The Rock keep on playing Middle Eastern supernatural characters who come back from the dead? I don't know. Scorpion King. <laughs> well, it's full circle. Dream Project is, oh you know, based on Egyptian culture and lore. His first big budget movie project is based on Egyptian lore. Yeah, but the horse trainers and the Scorpion King were so disrespected. Go watch Nope. It's actually better than this movie. Yeah, it is. Look, there's got to be something you liked about it. I mean, what, what, what stood out for you? I mean, they've been hyping the big action sequences and the visual effects of this film for months. And clearly, it looks like an expensive movie. It looks huge. Yeah, it does. Sur- surprisingly to me, like I'm not that big of a Hawkman fan. I enjoyed Hawkman. I enjoyed yeah. Aldous Hodge. Uh, me too. Okay, so me you can't deal the big him. bird. Got it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I genuinely... Uh, she said. I genuinely felt him trying. Mm, like, that's exactly tried, why. He tried to give his character depth when... Like his or, his supposed counterpart slash best friend Doctor Fate wasn't even trying. I did not feel that they were. Best they friends. were not. No, nope, they were not. It's like they met two days before. Besties yeah. before before taping started before shooting started. Yeah, I mean I've seen Aldous Hodge in other movies, and he 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 does actually bring his A game when he's on screen. But even like if it's a small bit. Right, but in 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 the Jack Reacher movies, he was kind of fun to watch. No, I'm um, just thinking, like you know, if the JSA existed this whole time, they just let Doomsday and Superman and Zod tear up Metropolis. They just let you know, it, it, which is why to me it was so disjointed. Why they had to be there and why they were suddenly operating on a global level, right? I don't know, and right? they're just palling around with Amanda Waller from Suicide Squad. So, I'm like, okay, that's why there's a clear disconnect. Um, okay, wait, one thing I liked. Okay, yeah, one thing. Was there one thing? You have one thing, right? S- some Rock. song choices. Ooh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Painted black during the big opening scene where you finally do see um, Death Adam come out and mm-hmm. like yes. beat the shit out I, I, of an entire army with tanks and rockets and everything. That was cool. Like, Painted I, I, Black I, was a good song I choice. I would agree. Because I remembered reacting to that. It was like, who? Oh. Yeah, we were like, oh. 
Oh, you see what you did there. Mm, there is okay. hope for this movie. Yeah. Some songs. And then five minutes in, we lose all hope. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I like the concept of that scene, but I didn't like the execution of that scene because I honestly thought, and oh, forgive me, I think Zack Snyder would have directed the shit out of that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is true. Zack Snyder. I was talking so to Angel after this movie, and we were like, I can't believe it's been done. Somebody just out Snydered Snyder. <laughs> and I was so when when Mai mentioned that, I was just so completely caught off guard that I just couldn't say anything. I was like, Oh my god, you're right. Like, yeah. The- like how because you know, it's Zack Snyder in practice. Without the context. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you you would think that Zack Snyder is so, you know, like this. It's like, look, you see Zack Snyder do his thing. You see Michael Bay do his thing. You know that you have a feeling that they're they're going for something. Here, it looks like he watched a Zack Snyder movie and figured, "Eh, I can do that. And he tried. Yeah, it's it why, doesn't it's have the this... heart and mind of Zack Snyder to be able to put off. Like he pulled off the technique. It's like he yeah, stole. Exactly. It's like he stole the technique. You know, you know how in like some movies where like the enemy like copies your style to beat you, but then eventually they don't beat you because they don't have the heart and soul they and don't the training have the and all the experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, how right? it. That's how it felt. I and mean, that opening sequence, I thought was okay. That that se- sequence with Painted Black and like the slow-mo. Oh, we get it. Yeah, you have super speed. So everything else is slow-mo to you. And it did fit the song somehow since it not, it's not that fast of a song. So okay, fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they did it for every single oh, God, fight yeah, scene. Oh, God, yeah, they did. They fucking did. Every yeah. fucking fight scene had an unnecessary slow-motion part. And you know how Zack Snyder even does it better? I can't believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> Zack Snyder did it better. He actually made it uso at the time for, for a lot of filmmakers because what he did in 300 was so glorious was in awesome. a sense that, that he slowed things awesome. down and then sped things up like in such a beautiful, seamless yes. fashion. Yes, but this one, yes. you'd have slow 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 but then it would just like go on with normal pace afterwards parang wala yung wala yung grit yeah, wala yung um, grit wala yung pace and you it's, think it's building up kasi usually the slow-mo builds you up to something really epic afterwards yeah but yes. this one wala it's like there's no payoff yeah exactly no I mean, there like, really isn't kasi we've seen it we've seen this before we've seen somebody copy the style We've seen the sequel of 300. God, I hope none of you will see that ever again. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> um, we've seen people try and edit around side Snyder style, <clears throat> Joss Whedon, right? And now we've seen we've seen this. We've seen Black Adam. Okay, eh, how can the how can the extended Justice League, the Zack Snyder Justice League cut, feel so much faster than a two-hour movie? Yeah, and that thing was like what eight hours long. Four. Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but then but, yeah. it did. But, but then you know, something <laughs> on the angel. Like I think it was like two thirds into the movie, and it not even or or actually half pa lang eh. Angel was like, you know, we'd finish so much faster if they didn't slow mo. <laughs> like this movie would be over so much sooner. You know I just, what's I just annoying? Had to see that it's like in the movie Black Adam has like super speed. He's still got like Superman level speed. And yet guys on flying motorcycles can get away from him. Or his speed is basically only as fast as the scene requires. I can That's justify that. That's what his powers that. are. Okay, I can justify hit me. that. Okay, tell me what. How, how, Didn't he how. get hurt after that Eternium rocket hurt him? Oh, look at you. Mm. Can, can we talk about the country of Kandak? I mean, like, are we in Iraq? Are they just not even trying anymore the way they did it up? I don't. It, it, that's not. It's not even a bad thing for me because it's it, there are a it's lot not. of warring countries around and they, yeah, yeah, they I, do I, have I, to make that statement. But then I agree. But then they're going to say that it's run by Intergang, which DC Comics nerds back me up here. Intergang is just basically 
the mafia from Metropolis. What the hell are they doing running a third world country? <laughs> because they have the word inter in the name. Oh, they're so international so, gang so, now? So, yeah, so that makes the international, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Okay, but fine. Yes. So, so, yes. Or, you know, they could have found any other terrorist organization and used that name, but no, they went with intergang. I'm like, it just makes it feel so much smaller because I imagine people from intergang are like, you know, knocking over banks. And Superman throwing their car in the river. That's what I imagine when I hear intergang. Okay, being a, be, being a comic book nerd <laughs> myself, I was like, huh, why? They're not in Metropolis. <laughs> they're, and they're running a country now. Okay. Okay. And, and then the whole sequence where, where The Rock, oh, fuck it, Black Adam <laughs> liberates the country. There were no repercussions whatsoever from intergang. We never heard of intergang anymore after the first half of the movie. But they disappear lang sila. Yes. <laughs> They're like, yung, oh, I guess we don't need this country anymore. The young thing. This is the thing with Intergang and JSA. If the JSA is there to stop global instability, why did not, you know, they do anything about Intergang in the first place? Because they're a bunch of privileged first worlders who only care about themselves and will only show up when it serves their interests, as was pointed out by the archaeologist lady. Hot archaeologist lady. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Shahi. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who you may know from persons of interest and the L word. She is my person of interest. Oh. Yeah, but even she was boring in this movie. Sadly true. I mean, they're I mean, trying to do that was. typical, you know, I'm a tough, in, strong, independent woman, mother of one. Don't mess with me, but it just with didn't a, work for me. Basic, yeah, basically a female Indiana Jones with a child. Yeah, the most annoying, obnoxious child in a movie that I've seen in years. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we get it, you little shit. You have a skateboard. You got to use it for every fucking scene. And then what is up when he gets that fucking towel cape? What are you, six? Come exactly. on. And, said then, that. And, then he like, and then he combines them at the end. We're going to fight zombies. Let me get my cape. Let me get my skateboard. Oh my God. Skateboard Again, boy. Now this kid is like what? He looks like he's 14, 13, 14, right? Yeah. He shouldn't be skateboarding in the streets with, you know, with a paramilitary force taking over. He shouldn't be skating on the stairs when the, when the terrorists are in the building. But then he skates wearing a stupid ass cape to, against zombies. Uh, <laughs> and zombies that prepare you there. He cannot act for this shit. Cannot act. I, I, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Talk about acting, but I do not blame him completely. Remember what blame? George Ju- Who remember, blame? What, remember what George Lucas did to Natalie Portman in the prequels oh. trilogies. Okay, this it's kid good. better win an Oscar at some point, and then I'll apologize. I will apologize for everything I'm, if this I'm, kid wins an Oscar ten years from now. Okay, he let's hope be the he next does. Dev Patel. But let's, if let's he does, he does not, if he doesn't become Slumdog Kandak, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if he does not, then I'm going to shoot you skateboarding with a towel down QC Circle. <laughs> You know, for somebody in an oppressed nation, I can't believe how much Western merch he has in his room. Because he was supposed to be the cool, street smart, wise ass. Oh, yeah. Who makes friends uh, with the unstoppable killing machine. And, you know, the... Black Adam like destroying things in his room and like so on the nosely like it's ripping so off like superhero heads or their logos <laughs> and whatnot. Oh, look at he the- destroyed another Superman poster. <laughs> it's oh, so look funny. At this Easter egg, but I'm it's so foreshadowing. <laughs> you know what other joke I hated? So fucking mm. stupid. This he kept the catchphrase. No, this is so fucking stupid. He kept running into walls, right? Like, and then she asks him, Isis asks him, do they not make walls where you came from back Doors. Then? Doors. Doors. Sorry. <laughs> See, this is how stupid it is. It's affected my speech. Do sure. they not have doors when they, back back 5,000 years ago, he says, we had doors. Like, so why do you keep on bumping and running into fucking I walls? I know. What well, the la, la. shit, dude? Because he's the rock. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because he's hoping this movie will be a blockbuster. And I don't know, really, the, his comedic timing is usually on point. The Rock is an amazing, charismatic performer. But here, I don't, it, his jokes didn't really land for me. 
it's even the, the bit where he was trying to. It no, is no, no, also I, the script and direction. Like, there are, I think the direction because like or when he was I, trying to deliver problem. his catchphrase. I also feel like even if he's like five thousand years old. I don't think that even though like in ancient times, they didn't have their own version or in their own language, a version of sarcasm. They that made him true. like such a dummy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, yes, you understand like him not understanding technology and like shooting up a TV and going like wizards. But they must have had their own version of like playing with language and sarcasm. Like he's not, I don't think he's that dumb. You made him so dumb. You're upset that he doesn't understand sarcasm? Why does he understand English? Exactly. Then. <laughs> Which Anja raised earlier. American accent slash uh, in, in, uh, understanding English. Because when we first meet him, he's speaking Kandakish. Kandakese. Kandaka? Kandaki. Kandako. I don't know. How about the dialogue? What do you guys think about the dialogue? Because The Rock always has a way with words. He's an amazing screen presence. He can deliver one-liners like nobody's business. I mean, it's so generic. There really isn't anything that stands out in this. You know what? It would have been interesting if they brought over a linguist to develop the Kandaki language. In my opinion, he should have kept The Rock speaking in Kandaki more often than English. I think all the linguists were working on the Lord of the Rings and the House of the Dragon shows. (laughs) Ah, okay. Shortage of linguists then, I guess. You know, like, it doesn't make sense to me that he's fresh off of um, imprisonment for 5,000 years. Even the freaking jinn in 3,000 years, you know. Of longing. Of longing. Had an accent. But then it's just Elba. Like, it's a different level of acting. Mm. But then, you know, like after beating up terrorists, he just all of a sudden gets an American accent. Okay, mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Good for it's you. Good luck. You know, like, the, I mean, The Rock can act. I mean, we've seen him act, but we've never seen him do accents. Maybe that's the reason why. But he can act. If you've seen him in Ballers, if you've seen him in Gridiron Gang, he can act. Uh-huh. He's done a couple of kiddie movies for Disney. That, is not called Jungle Cruise. The Tooth you know. Fairy. Yeah, the oh game. Can we, can, can we talk about the final act when everything <clears throat> goes to shit? So, the Justice Society kind of makes friends with Black Adam. He goes into custody willingly. He's Rude. locked up by, you know, um, James Gunn's girlfriend. Ooh, thirst portion for me. <laughs> okay, good for yeah, you. Happy for you. The mo- they were in like the most over-designed prison ever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the crown of Sabak um, reveals its horrible secret that um, the bad guy who was trying to get it was did not pass go. He went straight to hell. And in hell, he gets the powers of Sabak. Whatever the shit. Shazam. That was and freaking... He- weird i was like where is this going yeah that was weird so we have this guy from the start who double crosses uh isis and getting the crown like Mm -hmm. oh we're gonna work together to get this crown and keep it from the evil people and you know you already know that he's actually the evil person looking for it obvious double cross yeah like you could see it a mile away and eventually he does get the crown in, in the weirdest way, like, oh, okay, yeah, he has to die. And then, you know, he gets the powers from the devil, blah, blah, blah. And, and blah, then blah. he comes back as the most overcompensating <laughs> metal album cover ever. Wait, wait, before that, before that, funny anecdote. So he ha- he gives, before turning into whatever you describe him to be, he gives this bad guy speech saying he is the, he is a descendant of Sabak. Right? Or the king. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yes. the funny thing was, Angel went out for a bathroom break during <laughs> the bad guy speech. And when he, when he came back, I was like, you didn't miss anything. You missed the bad guy speech, <laughs> but you really didn't miss anything, honestly. The thing is, because that bad guy affected so little in what happened in this movie. And even when he got reincarnated as Satan Death Man, <laughs> it was just... Come on! I have a pentagram on my chest. Are you not entertained by my metalness? Bill the boss from Tenacious D's (laughs) videos so much better. Just because he was played by Dave Grohl. 
Okay. Oh my god, yes! Of course. That's the better version of the devil. Oh Who plays god. fucking drums with triple pedals? I could take that, that devil seriously. I honestly could. Yep. What the shit? Some are we watching? And then when Black Adam comes back to fight that dude, I'm just supposed to give it a pass because the rock rips him in half. So I'm supposed to be impressed by this. I didn't care about anything that was happening. I was like, of course he rips him in half. <laughs> oh, also wait, there's just this weird thing where we see Dr. Brosnan, Dr. Fate <laughs> sacrificing himself. So yes, that his James friend Fate. of oh, two days survives. <laughs> and then his all, oldest of a, friend. all of a sudden, just because Hawkman touches his oldest friend's helmet, he gains mastery of the technique where he just Naruto's into multiple versions of himself. Ah, he Naruto's. Cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Or, you know, he Doctor Strange's, but still. Or Doctor Strange's, yeah, whatever. The See, this is how much I don't care. I'm not even comparing him with another superhero of the same power. That's true. I mean, I think that's what frustrates me a lot because a lot of the online discourse that's happening now is saying that if you don't like it, you must be one of the Marvel MCU apologists. That is so fucking Or you're not a real fan. Or ignore the critics because they're all paid by Disney. Dude, I wish I was paid by Disney. I fucking wish we were paid by Disney. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. If you guys obviously know this, Misha knows this. Like I would fucking defend DC. If you've been listening to our past episodes, I, I've defended fucking Batman versus Superman. I've defended... Yeah, and I tried to defend Justice League. Joss, Joss Whedon's Justice League. I will you know? defend Misha in saying, knowing him from college, he is a guy <laughs> who wore superhero shirts 80% of the time and also 80% yeah, of the time that was either Superman... Batman or any of those logos that you but, see in the DC. Yeah, I mean, I I look, it's not that I'm a Marvel apologist or whatever. It's just that they they have a tendency to make better movies. Not in the last year and a half, I think, for the most part, except for in No Way Home and and Multiverse of Madness. But in general, their hit to miss ratio is a lot better than DC's. And I can't ap- keep apologizing for DC because you know what this is? It's a bad relationship. We keep finding excuses for why Warner Brothers movies are bad and why we should like them despite this. But, you know, we, we are the ones who are being abused here. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Misha, Misha, now I know how you feel about Man of Steel because I know you hate it. Ugh. I know you hate Man of Steel. Now I know how you feel about Man of Steel because it's been done to Dr. Fate because I love Dr. Fate. Oh, man. I am a so fan cool. of the JSA. I have been reading the JSA books since I was in high school. All right. Especially the ones written by Jeff Johns. Oh, yes. And that's when I fell in love with Black Adam. That's when I fell in love with Atom Smasher. That's when I fell in love with Dr. Fate and, and freaking Cyclone. You know, like I'll be, you know, even if they change a few stuff like Cyclone, Cyclone uh, being, you know, like being a p- person of color in the movies where she's um, a Caucasian. Yeah, I can live with that. I don't mind. It's just that, that she fine. just, I just would like to know something of who and what she is. Why is she here? How does she know these people? Why is this young girl hanging out with this middle-aged man in a helmet? I don't know. Yeah, and why is Atom Smasher flirting with her? I don't. Oh my God, I hated so their older. flirting moments. It was so pandering. Everything they were doing just felt like they were ticking off boxes on a checklist. Oh, people like these things in superhero movies. They like banter. They like one-liners. You know they what? like flirting. They oh, like bright look. colors. We got a guy you know who's what? popular from rom-coms. Let's give him a rom-com mm-hmm. moment. You, you, you know it what? It would be funny. I don't think the definition of being a true fan is just liking whatever they feed you. Liking whatever they throw at you. Because Mm -hmm. since you are a fan, you care about this universe. You care about this moving forward in a good way, making more people happy and entertaining them, touching their lives, whatever. It's it's blind fanaticism to just like let shit like this slide. True. Yep, exactly. I don't know. Maybe it's like because that most of these DCEU movies deliver like on the absolute bare minimum people think like maybe we should be happy with that 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 maybe if we don't like it you know they won't make any more or you know or if we don't like it or if we say that it's bad then those those marvel jerks win it's not a contest 
they're, then they're uh-huh. gonna keep making yeah. crap. If I, you're I, happy I feel with like... that crap, if you're happy eating shit, they'll keep serving you shit. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like you know, like all of this is because of the knee-jerk reaction that Hamada and company have been doing just to be able to keep up, but they don't. They don't have to fucking keep up. These and superheroes I, are yeah. so much more. I- Sorry, I'm gonna say this. They are so much more iconic than the Marvel characters. You know, at yeah, one point, e- Misha even thinks that e- even said that. You know, like you bring Superman's logo into the deepest jungles, and they will recognize that logo. That's yeah. how iconic Superman is. Damn right. You just, and- you know, you just really have to put out good work and not just accept the shit that they put out. Exactly. You don't even have to compare them to Marvel films to say that. Oh, in comparison, they're bad. No, they're just really bad. Period. I mean, it's not like the Dark Knight trilogy was bad because the, oh, the, the oh. three those three movies are yeah. so much better than the more recent DC movies that yeah. have come out. So and you, don't even you know, have to compare it to another. Like they may be rivals, but then they have their own individual traits. They have yeah. they have their own unique points, right? Like, have and, you seen Tim Burton's Batman movies? Hell yeah, those were amazing. You mm-hmm. can honestly stand both, really. Yes, I I agree. At the end of the day, I think all we really want to see is characters we love being treated with some kind of respect, in a way that does not you know, um, insult our intelligence. Whether or not you've ever read a comic book, whether or not you know their backstories, is absolutely right. You should be able to enjoy this thing on its own terms. But it doesn't help that this thing has so much baggage with it going in, where all the behind-the-scenes drama at Warner Brothers and The Rock taking almost 10 years to make this movie and promising that it's going to bring about a bold new era for, for the DC universe. He's actually been promoting it as that this is this is where they find their light through the darkest the darkest character the darkest hero is going to show the DC universe it's uh, the right path to success and he even said that he was hap- he would be happy to consult with Warner Brothers on how to run the DC universe moving forward yeah i also really loved um the rock's post about how he said that he you know, he's been looked up to for years and years as a wrestler, as an actor and everything. But he's never really seen himself as a hero, which which he really identified in the character of Black Adam because he's this gray area dude. He's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. You know, you can't really paint him. <laughs> Sorry, Black. <laughs> you can't really paint him in black or white, although he is Black Adam. But you know what I mean? <laughs> um, he's such a complex character that the rock really resonated with. So I would have wanted to see that yeah, translated onto the screen because I was so touched by that moment when Rock posted it. But like, no, I did not see that. All I all I saw you do was stare angrily into space or that statue made of you which know Which is why, why like I was so disappointed at this whole movie, which he completely drove the point to, you know, you know, you completely drove the point home. You know, but I'm just gonna add to that. They could have done so much because, you know, like somebody who doesn't identify as a hero yet has all these powers can do it could have made such a compelling story. Yes. Yeah. Right? Because and to add to the fact powers. that there was a twist about him getting the powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was revealed way too late for, for me. Man. And that, it didn't, that, the, the big dramatic reveal at the end didn't land for me. I'm sorry. Because yeah. that reveal only works if you don't see the dude's face. And if you don't see the dude's face for as long as we did, you get suspicious, you know? It's like in Bullet Train. Like, who the hell was the white tiger? Why are they hiding his face yeah. for so long? The reveal was stupid because, you know, it didn't matter. It was just the fact that, you know, Michael Shannon white did not death. have a six-pack. <laughs> yeah, the white death. He didn't have a six-pack. So, you know, they couldn't show his face for all those fight scenes. But here, they just weren't showing his face so that you'd be like, oh, shit, when the reveal finally came out that it wasn't him who got the powers originally. It was his son. Yeah. And I'm like, that could have been such a huge fucking moment. And but it, it wasn't. It would explain why he is probably so stoic. But you already sat through like two-thirds of the movie of him being yeah. stoic that yeah. you're like so over it. And then you reveal, and then they reveal too late na, ah, kaya pala ganun siya. That's why he's so reluctant to, uh, you the, know. The, the, the problem in my head, in like, my head, in, in my head. Gun bombs, they, they were like 30 minutes too late with the reveal. 
Because yeah. then half the time he's staring into that statue of quote unquote himself, <laughs> which which made him look like a narcissist at, at yeah. some point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, oh, he's not I was staring like, at himself. But yeah, it is too late because this whole time I thought he was a narcissist. Incredible. So maybe like after like this big battle with like Hawkman, he had they could have revealed that sooner. Yeah, not and how many like, times did he and Hawkman have the same freaking conversation about not killing people? Or is this it's, it's the same oh alpha versus alpha kind of thing? You know, it's like yeah. oh, it's a dude bro fight, and then they become friends later. Okay, and team up. So with the Rock being such a big personality, it's just astonishing how they were able to suck out any semblance of personality in him in this movie. And what I would have liked, at least, is for them to give him one. Like, he could probably just, you know, he's this um, super, quote-unquote, superhero who has no problem with killing. Then why yes. don't you make him an asshole who doesn't really care about killing and, that you know, just like been. has fun with it. Exactly. Like, I would, I would have loved to see like Black Adam just, you know, with all the havoc he wrecks. Mm-hmm. And like there was actually this funny bit where he just like sticks um, a rock, uh, like a grenade, a grenade inside a dude's mouth. That yep. I found yep. I found that brutal, like dude. brutal and hilarious at funny. some point. Yes. So they could have just made him own it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean… If you were going to go in that direction, own it, dude. And then you had this other character, his complete foil, who was Hawkman, uh, who, would, who was so adamant about not killing and that is the right path. I wish that they had just, you know, given, given something or written a situation wherein Hawkman couldn't come back from, where his guilt ultimately destroys his soul, where he just finally allows Black Adam to kill. Or like or- vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. or like yeah. challenge any, challenge their beliefs. Like they so vehemently believed in what they were doing individually that they would constantly clash about it. So challenge it with whatever each other one's doing. They did not have that, which, which is why I think this movie was so bland. Yeah. And that, you, nothing to challenge made, any of the characters. They did, it would have been such a good contrast for whenever they would butt heads because exactly. here, they didn't go that deep. They didn't go deep enough for them to have those. Well, we knew they had them on the surface, but they didn't really run with it. So all their yeah. conflicts, all their fist fights just looked like pataasan ng ihe. Yes. Payabangan lang. And I think also that it doesn't help that we were, uh, what we said earlier, that we were given so little information about Hawkman, about Dr. Fate, about the JSA in general, it was hard to empathize or sympathize with them. Like, I genuinely would not have cared if any of them died, honestly. Yeah, and they were even yeah. building up like Dr. Fate seeing Hawkman die. Yeah. And but- and hence his big sacrifice. Or I'll change I'll change my vision. I will sacrifice myself so you don't have to die because you're my best friend. But <laughs> of two days. <laughs> of two whole days. You didn't feel that at all. But touching on your point of that they should have picked a direction because again, Terminator 2 already proved that you could have a sarcastic street smart kid teaching witty catchphrases to an unstoppable killing machine. That worked out great. Here, not so much. But the reason that you couldn't go all homicidal killer with um, The Rock is because you got The Rock. And he is a beloved family entertainer. So he was never going to go full bad guy for this role. I would have loved to see a Mortal Kombat version of this movie. Seriously. Because apparently they sent it back. They sent it back to the MPAA something like 14 times to get it down to a PG. It was a lot bloodier. No. So and you can tell when you're watching it that there are bits where they totally held back. There are bits where the the overdubbing is wonky to hide whatever they cut, and there there are certain things that should have been more brutal or you didn't see the payoff for. And that's exactly it. But how badass would it have been when he chucks those helicopter blades? See it go through people when he when he stuck that grenade in the dude's mouth. You know. See- Linger on that shot. Let let us experience. Let us have the gag. It should have been the boys. That's what it should have been. Something that 
picked the tone and stuck with it. If you really want to be the anti-superhero movie, you want to be dark as all shit, to be a contrast to Superman, to be a contrast to Shazam, you should have gone with the boys. That is a brilliant example. I mean, as far as brutality, not not maybe not even the humor, but but maybe even the humor. I think the even rock the humor. Would, the rock would be excellent at that kind of humor. Yes, he would. But yeah, I I see how his branding probably affected it. Damn I it. think it's that. It's the branding because he's it. he's the biggest movie star on the planet at this point, you know. And he's not gonna give up all those endorsement deals by playing a character that kids cannot ultimately look up to. Well, this movie had its moments. Like, Wait, you know, like, I, I'm getting there. Let's talk about the move, the moment that got the biggest reaction, bar none, screening, which was the post credit scene, which of course oh. was spoiled by the internet three days before. I um, was. What so did you guys think? Happy. <laughs> again, again, you could see my physically reacting to all that hunkiness mm. on the screen. So for anyone who has been living under a, oh shit, a rock. <laughs> I don't mind living under him. Oh my God. Anyway, He'd be big on. enough to cover you anyway. Yeah, I think his date at the premiere was Daniel Craig's daughter, which was eight kinds of weird. So fucking weird. Um, what? Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Um, Post-recording chismes. The post credit scene has Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis. You know what? You know what? Sorry. When when she was this hologram thing, right? They, they first showed it before she popped up in her full image. It was a shade of red. And I thought it was going to be Shazam. But I was disappointed. I love Viola Davis, but it's not Shazam. So I thought Yo- he was going to show up. But I guess but- like it later on, I'm hitting but- something. <laughs> wow, that's violent, my. <laughs> he was supposed to be introduced in the Shazam movie. I know! But Dwayne Johnson said, no, this guy's story is too epic to be in somebody else's movie. I, mean, I demand my own. Fine, I get that. Uh, but why is it Waller talking to Big Reveal? I don't know. Superman! Yeah, why the hell is Superman working for her? That's what I want to know. Me too. He's working for a literal murderer who leads a team called the Suicide Squad. That's I have another exactly... question, which, if if, you know, which makes me think that this post-credit scene is kind of dumb. Okay, go for if it. You could, if you have Superman on your speed dial, why are you going to go with the B team? <laughs> yeah, why are you going to send fucking you Dr. Have, Bond? You have I fucking mean, really. Superman on speed dial. Mm-hmm, Somebody mm-hmm. who can communicate better than Hawkman. Also, also, after... Black Adam takes out the drone. Superman shows up in like half a second, which means he was just on standby. He was just like hovering in the clouds, waiting if Black Adam would drop the call. And then he flew in because, you know, it it didn't make sense. It really didn't. They didn't even give it like an uncomfortable silence where the rock is like, let's see them try. And then a sonic boom hits and then Superman shows up, you know, and then the John Williams music sting. Because again, they use the John Williams music sting. Do you want some, me to recommend something to watch? Like it's a 20-minute short movie of Black Adam versus Shazam and Superman. It's a cartoon. Ooh, that one's cool. And it's so much better than this movie. Okay, yes, it that. is. It is. It's a fun short. Um, it's, um, it's from the same guys who created Tresse. It's a, it's a fun little short. I'm just right. It's 20 minutes long. It's from a series of short films that DC was putting on their Blu-rays for a while. It's, uh, Showcase. The, the series is called Showcase, yes. And there are some excellent shorts in that series. And one of the best is the one with Superman, Shazam, and Black Adam just you know punching each other for 20 minutes. It's, it's kind best. of awesome. Okay, so Superman got the biggest reaction here just because people were not sure whether or not Henry Cavill would show his face again I'm in so that suit. Happy we the, saw it see him again. But it looks like, you know, he was swayed over. <laughs> By the Yay. power of money and maybe a chance at redemption. The exit of Walter Hamada, the former Warner Brothers studio chief. And that got a huge reaction. And it is always wonderful to see Superman. I'm not going to lie. It just struck me as somewhat cynical, though, because Mai's right. It should have been Shazam. It should have been know. Shazam. Because you know what? Shazam is the kind of idiot who Amanda Waller could manipulate into doing her bidding because he if he if he thought he was doing the right thing because he's a child that's he's a true. child that's true that is true <laughs> you would never get Superman to work for a fucking mass murderer just to intimidate 
a pro wrestler in the third world. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and I could totally imagine Shazam being like, oh, really? She murdered people? But she looked like such a nice lady. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the bottom line? <laughs> Shit. No, wait. That's a whole other wrestler. Screw you guys. I wanted to ask you if you would recommend this movie. That's the bottom. Oh, fuck. I can't. Everything is wrestling. Sorry. Uh, would you recommend this movie? I mean, after everything we've discussed. Wow. That is a long uh, pause. That's a long pause. That's what Black Adam should have done. That's, that's that's why I see it has so many good ideas, but it doesn't know how to execute them properly. I would recommend it if you're a completionist or you just want to get in touch with the, the universe that is the DCEU. But as a person who, you know, but, but as a discerning film goer, no. <laughs> That's me, and I have. Oh my god! I have been. It's I've Angel. been ridiculed by you. I know. I've been ridiculed <laughs> He's by you. Stopping. Just let him for go. Liking <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Oh my god! Defending Zack Snyder <laughs> and Aquaman. Not even gonna touch Man of Steel because did he prepare quite, this speech? Yeah, but, you know, this is this is my super villain speech. <laughs> so much better than Sabak. <laughs> You know, I wish Sabak somebody just Sabak the Black Adam script. Hey, Sabak is also it. the card game where Han Solo won the Millennium Falcon from Childish Gambino. I'm just saying. You nerd. <laughs> let, let him finish his his, his Okay, speech. Go for the speech. I'm done. I'm, oh. I'm done hoping for better. I'm oh, like, wow. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sad. just that's that sad. disappointed with this oh, one. That's I hope. sad. That's oh. really sad. So that I have no too. expectations about The Flash. So I will just enjoy it. Um, is I it even no gonna happen? Because like Ezra Miller's being all problematic and shit. He's trying to be unproblematic. He went into rehab, right? I Anger heard, management. I heard there was a rumor that he was going to be sentenced to go to prison for <gasps> the crimes that he did. It's a rumor. Jeez, so man. nothing verified. Nothing verified until That's we insane. see it in actual news outlets. So, well, yeah, Everybody should not believe everything they see on Facebook. At the end of the day, I think I can honestly say that the Black Adam movie was certainly a movie <laughs> that came out. Okay. Quite um, fantastically. No, but honestly, I wish that they had gotten a more competent director because having seen Jungle Cruise and those shaky cam Liam Neeson act mid-tier action movies, the director was not a good choice to helm this ship. So and sorry. especially There's Jungle Cruise, where you can make Emily Blunt and The Rock boring you know, and somehow screw up your Indiana Jones romancing the stone formula. That's just so freaking, you know, it's already there. You have a template to follow. You can't even follow it. And in this case, he could have made like this super epic, violent superhero movie. And you could tell they were pulling their punches. And even the punches they didn't take just came across as half-assed because yeah. they had too many things on their plate. Do you remember so, that discussion we had where we, we could have just copy, got the copy-paste director to finish off the Zack Snyder Justice League movie initially before it was taken over by Joss Whedon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is the exact reason why you do not get a copy-paste director to do a full-length movie based on the style of a different director. Well, um, how about you, Mai? I mean, would you recommend this movie? I would... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, in my personal opinion I think it was still worth seeing as somebody who thought that Shazam was the best DC movie she's seen Mm -hmm. not not just because of Zachary Levi I honestly felt felt like uh, Shazam had a complete story it had lovable characters and um, it was the least shitty one at least uh, in my opinion with Black Adam being a very important part in that side of the universe yes just because I'm a fan of Shazam and and like everything that comes with it and the beautiful people <laughs> again The Rock and his beautiful beautiful physique <laughs> and uh, you know Pierce Brosnan sure 
Yes, the eye candy. Yes, but not in the cinemas. Just wait for it on HBO Go or something. Fair, fair. For my part, I honestly just wish that, yeah, um, it had been more focused, to be honest. It wanted to do a million things. It was running with them. And um, I really think there's a good movie in there somewhere because they had a lot of good ideas. It was just mostly the execution that was bad. Um, whether it was the timing of the jokes or even the, the action beats or even the use of slow motion, there was so much good stuff there. And because they couldn't focus or they couldn't find a director who knew how to blend those elements, um, I, I think I agree with you guys in that this it feels like a missed opportunity to me, but I know that it's going to make a bajillion dollars regardless of what we say because the fans are out there in force and they're also, they also want to make a point. And come on, it's The Rock. Everybody loves The Rock. That's why it was so hard for me to be so harsh about this movie. Rocks are hard. Um, (laughs) You know what? Wait, I can I just bring up like one missed one missed opportunity for them. Go for it. So when Black Adam comes out, they totally missed the opportunity for Black Adam. Say finally, Black Adam is back in conduct. Oh my God! What is wrong with you? What? It's the rock. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna put in all of the rock things in this recording fine, because it's fine. the rock. Or I don't like, know. I know he's done it a bajillion times in other movies, but you know, just give us an eyebrow. You know, just like a little bit. <laughs> just, just raise it a little bit. You know. So yeah, uh, basically, they took the most charismatic movie star on the planet and made him uncharismatic <laughs> in this messy, unfocused film. But again, do not take our word for it. Don't take any critics' words for it. Don't even take your friends' words for it. Go out there, make up your own mind, watch this movie, and let us know what you think. And just been doing it for a while. He doesn't care what we think. I know. Yes. Be like me. Be ridiculed by people. (laughs) (laughs) We love you for it. We're laughing with you. With you. For the most part. (laughs) Yes. So please, ladies and gentlemen, go out and see Black Adam. Let us know what you think about it in our Black Adam. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, Saboteurs. We like movies. I'm not sorry. Catch us on Instagram and FB at Saboteurs Podcast. And you can sound off if you agree, disagree, or you got some other ideas that we didn't even think about. Until then, we are the Saboteurs. We're your hosts. I am Misha. Am I? Finally! Oh my god. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping Angel would like interrupt Nisha's outro with like. Aw man! That's sad. I would have done it, but it would have been funnier with you, but oh well. Missed opportunity. Like this movie. Ah! She went there. (laughs) It's okay. Oh, we have our own little post credit scene. I know. So now that the DCEU has hit rock bottom, where are we going to uh-huh. go with this? Maybe they should make something for the people. Uh, I'm not even <laughs> that he was, was a stone the cold can, stunner. He was though. the Kandax people's champion. Oh my god, bringing up Diamond Dallas's page si- symbol. That was so stupid. Look at my triangle hands! Illuminati! Illuminati! <laughs> <laughs> Worship me! You know, wait, you know that one part where Skateboard Boy has rallied the people of Conduct to join the fight against these zombies. Undead fucking creatures from literal hell. Yeah, it kind of looked like that Pepsi ad with Kendall Jenner. Like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Please insert this song. I'm sorry, I just thought of yes, it now. Yes, that is exactly what it fucking <laughs> oh looked like. God. God damn it! In real life, people would be like, what the fuck is this kid doing? I know! Are you literally wearing a towel? (laughs) And get off your skateboard when you talk to us, you little shit.